This is Game Set Match Kentucky, episode 35, recorded on Saturday, December 16th, 2023, entitled Racket Around the Christmas Tree. Hey everybody, it's time for a special holiday episode of Game Set Match Kentucky where we talk about all things related to the Central Kentucky Tennis Series and probably a whole lot more that you never asked Santa for. We're recording on Saturday, December 16th, and my name is Chris Godby, the chairman and one of the founders of the Central Kentucky Tennis Series where the lines are good and sandbagging is for golf. I'm at Studio C right now, decorated Studio C at my work office in Russell Springs, Kentucky. Chad Young is in Studio B in Scottsville. How's it going? Ho, ho, ho. It's uh, <laughs> not really decorated here in Studio B, but uh, but we're we're very festive nonetheless. I, I feel like I, I, I need to move a little bit because this Santa shirt that I have well, just take a moment and show show us your costume so that we don't think it's some kind of red Puritan Quaker yeah, outfit or whatever. See, I got, you know, Santa's belt. This lights up, but that would probably not look good on the video. But, yeah, I mean, it perfectly fits behind this microphone, and it does make me look like a red Quaker, like a Martian Quaker or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I've, you know, got the hat. I think we had the hat on last year for our holiday episode yes uh, i'm doing antlers although they're kind of cut off in the picture and there's a little bit of green uh, garland there so uh, buffalo plaid antlers that's my headwear for today but merry christmas to everyone from the uh the scottsville bowling green metro area absolutely and merry christmas uh merry christmas to everybody this is going to be a special holiday episode of Game Set Match Kentucky, but we do have some uh, some real things to discuss. Uh, mainly talking about things that are going to happen next year in 2024. Um, so today we're going to talk about the new USTA player ratings that were recently released. Also, USTA Kentucky has released their 2024 championship calendar for adult events there's there's plenty of tennis coming up in january that we're going to look at um but but we've got to start with the reveal biggest, biggest news of the 2024 ckts tournament schedule so we'll pause for just a second while you grab your pens and pencils this is like the big the big president of the tree you know when you <laughs> when you woke up christmas morning and you see that big item underneath the tree you know, lots of presents, be one big item that your eyes fixed on, that would be the, the 2024 CKTS. There's some schedule. there's some some big differences yeah. for 24. And you know, um, um, there's some changes, there's some musical chairs happening. Um, but let's let's get into it. But first, let me tell you about Vision Cabinet Source. Um, Vision Cabinet Source is located in Campbellsville, Kentucky. They're a kitchen and bath cabinet supplier that ships all over the United States and has for over a decade. Whether you're building a new home or renovating a room in your home, Vision Cabinet Source can provide you with classic cabinet styles that are well-built and affordable. You'll also find that they go above and beyond to provide service that exceeds expectations. From answering your initial questions 
to ensuring that you're happy with the final delivered product. Every Vision cabinet is built upon their promise to deliver well-constructed cabinets made from solid hardwoods, classic versatile designs that complement your style, affordable options that fit your budget, on-time delivery with shipment within 24 hours, accessible personal service that you can count on as well. They have many different painted and stained lines of cabinets that are stocked in their warehouse in Campbellsville, Kentucky. They have a 17-step finishing process in making these cabinets that assures top quality craftsmanship. Go online and look at their styles and designs for yourself, and you'll agree that they do great work at an affordable price. You can check them out on their website at visioncabinet.com, or you can call them at 270-465-3222. Be sure to tell them that you heard about Vision Cabinet Source right here on Game Set Match Kentucky. All right, are you ready? Let's do it. It's, it just seems it. like it was just a short time ago that we were in this Christmas attire and we were releasing the 2023 schedule, but it's already time to do it again. And like I said, we've got some really cool surprises, some big changes, some long lost tournaments are back, musical chairs, lots of holiday fun. Yeah, and I want to give a shout out to Chris for the hard work. <laughs> my, my racket fell. Hold on. <laughs> all right, I'll, we'll I'll, I'll give us all a shout out. We'll just keep uh, it going. Wait, 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 wait. All right. There, um, we've, we've all seen the racket now, so yeah. I'm just going to make it lean a little better there. All right, go ahead. Start again. But, with I'll, that. I'll give you a softer shout out. Um, okay. For the work you put into this schedule, it wasn't easy. Uh, there are a lot of moving parts. Um, you know, we and, and you and other members of the board have talked about, you know, some of the additions um, to the tour and trying to make it, you know, the best it can be. And and then trying to work on the dates um, that the tournament directors desire. And it, it's 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 harder than people probably realize. Yeah. And, you know, we're again, like working around the, the USDA adult tournament schedule, which we're going to look at that also today. Um, so, yeah, it's it's difficult. Uh, it, one of the difficulties is so many of our tournament directors maybe nearly 100% of our tournament directors are high school coaches. Yeah. And the the first tournament is usually around the high school state tournament time and June is busy. So it, it was, it's tough. And that's a change. Um, it used to be if folks will remember probably going back to when you coached the the state tournament was always in the middle of May and the region tournaments were at the beginning of May. And um, I want to say probably five, six years ago is when they, they, they pushed us back two weeks. And so mm -hmm. now most of our region tournaments are mid-bay. And our state tournament, I think since 2019, has been right after Memorial Day. And I think, I think it overall was a good move by the KHSA. Uh, I think it's better for our, our, our uh, state tennis but it does push us right up against the edge of, of when we normally start the CKTS season. Mm -hmm. And now we're discussing, there's no real finalization from the KHSA on this. Now we have a, a new team format that is also going to have a state tournament. So it, it makes May and June, you know, kind of busy and has made it a little challenging for, for the tour. In June, you can play all the tennis you want. Uh, if you yeah. count if you count high school 
Uh, those of that age, you can play all the tennis you want with CKTS and USTA. So let's jump in and start looking at the schedule. June 1st and 2nd will be the Miller Park Tennis Classic. This is a, at least six weeks earlier than normal. We're going to put it right at the front. Um, uh, Amber Wolf is going to direct the Miller Park Tennis Classic this year. She did the Campbellsville Challenge last year as an extra tournament. Um, but that's going to be June 1st and 2nd in Campbellsville. That really helps us out. And, and I want to say thank, thanks to her because – you know, that is a potentially difficult thing for a lot of the mm -hmm. coaches around the state because the, the individual state tournament will be the days leading up to that event. And then the team um, tournament, we think, is going to be right after it's over. And, um, and, and if you're coaching at the state tournament and you've got a lot of kids or you have kids you expect to go far, it's really tough to be handling – you know, the, the entries and doing the, the draws and scheduling times and doing all that when you're, you know, in Lexington for the state tournament. So it's mm -hmm. a big, big help to us. Uh, that was really, wouldn't you say, the final piece of the puzzle that we needed? I think so. And, be, uh, you know, th this, this whole schedule, as people will see, is drastically different from the previous couple years sort of pattern that we had. And next year's may be different too. So just because this tournament is the first one of the season doesn't necessarily mean it's the first one next season. We'll just have to see. We probably won't know that until December of 24 uh, when we make our schedule, right? Yeah, and, and the other thing that um, that factored into this was the fact that Barron County's courts are going to be redone. And mm -hmm. the timeline on that uh, weighed heavily on, on – um, what tournament could be held uh, that first weekend of the of the of the tour? And there's another facility that that I'll mention later that's getting uh, new courts, and they are not necessarily going to be ready that soon either. So picking that event for that first weekend was difficult, but hopefully we're we're going to make it happen. So let's look at what will be next. The second tournament of the year will be. Chad, uh, I'll let you. I'll let you present the name of this one. It's going to be on June fifteenth and sixteenth. Yeah, it's the Sydney Cassidy Memorial Tournament. Uh, we've changed the name of the tournament. Um, we had a multi-year um, partnership with Kids on the Block, um, and and we were very happy to work with that organization. But uh, Sydney Cassidy was a um, a player who uh, played for South Warren. Uh, she holds the school record uh, for most uh, doubles wins. She and her partner, Natalie Noble, won our fourth region doubles tournament um, four years in a row. They won it from the time that they were freshmen all the way through when they graduated. Um, their senior year, they were a top uh, eight seed. They were a five through eight seed in the state tournament. Uh, she was a great player, a great young lady, um, tragically, uh, she was killed in a car crash uh, a little more than a year ago in November of last year. And um, so she she meant a lot to our program. She meant a lot to me. Her family uh, has meant a lot to our program over the years. And so it seemed appropriate to um, to do our, our tournament. And our tournament, um, had, part of the proceeds of the tournament has gone to our, our um, tennis program at South Warren. And so we're now going to um, split the proceeds. Half will go to the to the tennis team, 
and tennis boosters. And the other half will go to a memorial scholarship that we set up at WKU um, that is going to be awarded um, once we raise enough money um, to fund it. And uh, so it seemed like a good uh, kind of a perfect um, partnership um, to, to help the tennis program, uh, but also to help uh, with a scholarship uh, to, uh, to honor and, and remember her life and, and the impact she had on our program. So that's June 15th and 16th, the Sydney Cassidy Memorial in Bowling Green. So uh, then we'll skip uh, two, skip over the next two weekends and the observed 4th of July weekend, which is July 6th and 7th. Now, if you were making a bet, you, you, you got this one right. Uh, as usual, that one will be the State Farm E-Town Open, July 6th and 7th in Elizabethtown. Now, I, I, I don't know. Um if we haven't talked about this at all, what is the status of the expansion at Freeman Lake? Is that oh, uh, I don't know expected in time? For... I haven't heard anything. I, yeah. I know that is a uh, that's a plan. I, I don't know if that has begun. Or we not. were there for the know. middle school state tournament, and they were moving some dirt around. But I don't know um, at this time of year. Um, they obviously can't put the cords down, but I don't know if that's a, something they're hoping to get done in the spring and. And fortunately, they already have 10 courts at Freeman Lake, and this expansion is just going to make it even better. Um, uh, but it, it'll be interesting to see if, um, if with what the timeline is for, for those new courts. I, I'm, I'm not even sure how many more it's going to be, if it's going to be four more or, or uh, uh, six or eight. I don't know, but it, it'll be a fantastic. It's already a great facility. It's going to be even better when you add the extra courts. Well, I've sent out a message to to ask about this uh, just now, and and maybe maybe we'll get an answer in a few minutes, and uh, uh, we can we can come back to that. So July sixth and seventh, State Farm E Town Open. Now, this this one's my one of my favorite additions or changes here to the schedule. The Danville Open is back. The wow. Danville Open probably hasn't been played since uh, maybe around 2011 somewhere in there uh it's been over 10 years i know that but the danville open is back uh, with the new director teo costello the coach of the boyle county high school tennis is going to be running that event at millennium park and uh in some other locations around danville so we're really excited for that that's going to be july 20th and 21st you want to you want a fun fact you want please a, always it's the first ever ckts tournament i played was the danville open okay i remember that yeah you traveled with mark um sheldon mark Sorry. sheldon yes okay yep. yes i Lost remember to, um Daniel Finn and Justin <laughs> Martin in the in the final. Okay. Well, but Daniel remember, lives in Florida now, so I don't think you'll have to face him again. <laughs> but I remember having a conversation with you about mm -hmm. um, about Bowling Green becoming a part of the tour, and I think it was either that fall or probably I think 2011 is when we um, we did like the early exhibition, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then and then we added a, a tour um i think later that summer but yeah that was danville was the first ever ckts event i played in all right so welcome back to the ckts tour danville uh danville open july 20th and 21st okay and then two weeks later 
Um, this one, this one's kind of on a normal uh, weekend. One of the few normal C's we have, I guess, in this schedule for 24. Uh, August 3rd and 4th will be the Alton Blakely Lake Cumberland Open in Somerset. Always uh, a good tournament. Uh, last year they had record numbers in this tournament, so uh, hopefully the momentum keeps on going there. Yeah, I played last year. It was my mm -hmm. first time over there, and I, I loved it. It's a good, it's a great tournament. All right. Uh, then uh, August 17th and 18th, and I think this is traditional as well, the Gator Open in Bowling Green uh, will be August 17th and 18th. Tim Dethridge, uh, director. Uh, it's at uh, Greenwood High School. And so that's another uh, event that's, that's you know, uh, that's normal. We got another surprise coming before the schedule is finished. Um, Seems but, kind of the middle of the tour is pretty normal because that's always the E-Town weekend. Yeah, without when you t if you take Danville out, yeah. there's there's three out of four tournaments there that are kind of uh, at their normal time. Yes, yeah. roughly. Somerset, Greenwood, and then the next one that you're going to talk about. Okay, well, make it really make it four out of five. So maybe now that I reflect, maybe this schedule isn't as drastically different as I thought. But but I guess it feels like it just from the difficulty that it that it was to get it set. Campbellsville moving was a big one, and then our changing yeah. the name of ours, and then that's true. Then adding Danville. I mean, there's still quite a few um, surprises. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the, the Glasgow Open uh, will be, I'm sorry. And we've got one more surprise. Sure. Uh, so the Glasgow Open will still be held. Uh, the plan is anyway, to hold it on Memorial, I'm sorry, Labor Day weekend. Uh, that In this case, that's um, August 31st and September 1st as uh, the way that the calendar falls. So that's, that's uh, Labor Day weekend. I almost said it again. Uh, Labor Day weekend, the Glasgow Open, August 31st and September 1st. And now here's uh, the second big, big surprise, I guess, in the schedule, is that one of the original four CKTS tournaments, like the Danville Open, one of the other, let's see, was Danville Open? No, we didn't have Danville Open the first year, did we? All right, we had Columbia, Campbellsville, Russell Springs and Somerset. No, it was not. It was maybe the second year we had Danville, I think. Anyway, uh, Russell Springs is back on the CKTS tour, September 14th and 15th. The um, Russell County High is building some new tennis courts, and they still have the tennis courts that they previously had, at least for now, they still have them if they don't turn them into a parking lot or anything. Uh, Jamestown City Park has recently redone their courts and Russell Springs City Park is getting ready to redo their courts. Um, there will be up to 13 courts available uh, wow. for this tournament, which is amazing for this area where I live uh, great coming that far in such a short time. Well, and it's great to see um, uh, school corporations, um, city and county governments, um, and really the, the tennis community in, in these in these areas um, invest in facilities uh, because, mm -hmm. you know, we've all been to towns where the facilities get 
um, worn down and it, it takes a while. They, they actually usually have to get in such bad shape that somebody will finally come in and, and do something about it, or they'll just fall apart and then they'll, you know, they'll tear them down and put pickleball courts. <laughs> um, so it, it's good to see investment in, in this, tennis community. The, the ultimate failure of a tennis facility is that they turn it into pickleball courts. Yes, I said it. Yeah, you're not wrong. I said not it out wrong. loud. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, so welcome back to the tour, Russell Springs. Uh, Nate McQuarrie, uh, that has done the Miller Park tournament for the last few years, is going to be the director of the Russell Springs tournament, which is as of yet unnamed, but that'll be September 14th and 15th, and that's eight tournaments. There you go. That's the uh, season of 2024. Very exciting. Very exciting. How many are you going to play? Uh, I hope to play every single one of them. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm, I, I can't make that commitment. I'm hoping <laughs> to maybe play maybe uh, three or four. I'd be happy if I played four. If I played half the tour, I'd be pretty pleased. Well, what keeps you from playing all eight? Well, I have trouble sometimes playing on my own um, because the you know just it gets to be too big. Uh, I cannot see myself playing Campbellsville since I'll be in Lexington uh, the, most of the week before and then hopefully headed back there for the team event. Um, you know, um, I'd have to look at it from that point in time. Last year I played E-Town and Somerset. Mm -hmm. And I think I was going to play the Gator, but um, injuries were an issue. And I mm -hmm. guess that, that's probably your answer why I can't play so many is because I'm probably <laughs> going to get injured at some point in time. Well, I hope to be healthy enough to start the season. I'm still uh, working on my foot surgery recovery, and I'm five months post-op, and it's a um, nine to 15-month recovery process. That's quite a window. Is that Some people are ready to go at six months, and some people it takes 15 months, so that's that's the window my surgeon has, Aaron has given me. Aaron Rodgers getting ready to play. I know. That's amazing. That's amazing. He was released cleared to do football activities again 70 something days after wow. surgery uh, i think that's right i mean that's that's insane when i heard that i'm like what wow. yeah yeah i still can't run so and, uh, but I, i'm i'm working on it anyway why don't you tell us about family medical centers please all right family medical centers is a community health center with more than 200 locations throughout South Central and a portion of North Central Kentucky in 31 counties. They've been providing health care to Kentuckians for over 16 years. They provide complete primary care services and also offer pediatrics, OBGYN, oral health services, school-based health centers, behavioral health services, substance use disorder treatment, pediatric wellness program, a workplace wellness program, a discount pharmacy program, outreach services, local scholarship opportunities, and much more. Family Medical Centers has been recognized as a national quality leader by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Check them out on their website at cfmcky.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash family medical centers and on Instagram and Twitter at Cumberland FMC. And a big thank you to Family Medical Centers. Well, uh, one of the things, one of the challenges we had in making the 2024 CKTS schedule 
was working around some of the major events of the USTA adult tournament schedule because a lot of our players like to play in both. And although we couldn't schedule around every one of their events, there were a few major ones that we had in mind that we wanted to uh, kind of work around so that, uh, that our people could, could play as many events here and there as they wanted to. So uh, the, the schedule is up on the screen for the viewers uh, on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, but Chad, what do you see there that stands out to you? Oh, the first thing, and we didn't talk about this when we were discussing putting the calendar together or putting our, our tour schedule together. Um, Bowling Green is hosting the 55 and over uh, state tournament uh, for the second year in a row. So that, that really kept us from, from um, doing the, the Sydney Cassidy Memorial tournament um, that first weekend so that was a wrinkle and the two big ones we try to avoid uh, just because we don't want players to have to choose or players to have to miss some of our tournaments because of their league play um, and the 40 and over is June 7th through the night so that's an empty date on our, on our calendar that's in between Campbellsville and Bowling Green and then the 40 and over um, is going to be, I'm sorry, the 18 and over is June 21st through the 23rd. Um, and so um, that's why we have the Cassidy Memorial on the 15th. And then we've got a break until the, um, the State Farm E-Town Open. So those are the big ones that we, we try to avoid, the 18 and over and the 40 and over weekends. Um, and, and then the USDA kind of has a break until mixed and the mixed doubles tournament is August 23rd 20, uh, through the 25th in Lexington. And that's, um, I guess, the weekend before um, uh, Trenna's tournament in Glasgow. Um, so those are the big ones. Uh, we've got tri-level state um, in September and combo in October. But the, the ones we always look at and try to avoid having, um, having uh, simultaneous events uh, would be the 18 and over uh, the 40 and over and the mixed doubles. Okay. Well, I hope I left that up there long enough for people to take a screenshot, but, uh, you know, all of this is online if you, if you need to find it. So that's a, a look at the 2024 USTA adult tournament schedule. And speaking of USTA, the new ratings just came out a couple of weeks ago. And for some people, that's kind of like a Christmas anticipation, you know, because it comes out right after Thanksgiving and, uh, leading into uh, uh, the beginning of December, and um, some people, it's like a piece of coal in your stocking. <laughs> some people, <laughs> yes, yeah, some people, it's like a gift they wish they could return, and they do try to do that in yeah. the form of an appeal, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, any changes for you? Mine stayed the same. No, no I'm not that good. <laughs> I, I wasn't that successful. I mean, you generally you only get bumped if you're really, really, really successful. And I uh -huh. was probably 500 or around there. Um, so um, if, if you win a lot, there's a chance you're, you're going to get bumped. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it, people are figuring out what it takes to get bumped, but there, there were, you know, there's still some surprises. There's some people sometimes that don't get bumped and you don't know how, but nobody else gets to look behind the curtain there. Yeah, I talked to some people that, you know, appealed and immediately got put back down uh, a half level and some didn't and, you know, some, you know, I, some were happy with, with what they were issued or you know, the, the way the they stayed. One, the real tough one is injuries. 
especially as you get older. Um, I think that's that's one of the more frustrating things for people is when they, you know, they play at a certain level, but then they have a major injury like like you're having, or you know, they have an, they have to have knee surgery or or have to have hip surgery or something like that that knocks them out for, you know, five years. Not only have they gotten older, and and you know, then they are dealing with an injury and they probably don't feel the same as they did before. That's that's the one that really. Sh- frustrates a lot of players is when they they can't get that consideration for how long they've been away and mm-hmm. the impact that those injuries have on your body and your ability to to do to move on the court and do the things on the on the court that you're used to mm-hmm. well let's take a look at some things that are coming up in january uh for tennis um the sky tennis winter flights round robin uh, we'll have its uh, have its phase two, I guess you could say, on January thirteenth in Bowling Green. Chad, is there anything about that 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 you know that you want to elaborate on? You know, I think we talked about this um, last time. I mean, the several of you are familiar with UTR and the UTR rating. Um, there is a um, uh, another rating system that the USTA is behind. It's called the WTN. It's a World Tennis Number. And uh, that's kind of the structure for for these. Um, the, this is a USDA sanctioned event, and basically, it's a you'll you'll play a round robin. You'll play a shortened format. I think Evan is going to do um, six game sets, um, and he had an event in in December, uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And I think the the he, he's playing around with the the length of the match because you're going to play three matches in one day minimum if you play. Um, just singles. If you play doubles, you could be playing five or six. And um, so... But the matches are short, right? They're yeah, just the, like a yeah, set. A pro set in December. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to shorten it to a single six-game set just to try to... For singles. And I think doubles is an eight-game set. I may be wrong about that, but I think I read be. that. Um, but it's it's a it's a different concept. You know, it's to do a tournament one day um, and to guarantee matches. So it's round-robin. Um, but uh, there's a little criticism with the WTN uh, that it's not accurate, and that's because there just aren't enough matches in there. It's just like UTR. The more matches you have, the the better the, the rating system works. So hopefully um, this – and all USTA matches count toward your WTN, so it'll just take some time. It took UTR some time to, to be pretty accurate, and I think it is. And um, so it, this is a, a nice tournament. You shouldn't be – the goal is to play competitive matches against people who are uh, of a similar rating. And um, mm-hmm. I think the people that participated in the one in December had a really good time. Um, it's nice to be able to get a tournament done in, you know, 12, 14 hours. And so I hope people will, uh, will participate because it, it's, uh, it's, it's a fun tournament. So we have the QR code on the screen. Um, I'll put for the audio version of this. I'll put a link in the show notes uh, at uh, at Tennis Link if you want to uh, register for the Sky Tennis Winter Flights for January thirteenth in Bowling Green. Um, and, and I don't know for sure. Um, so you know, but I'm I'm pretty confident from what I've been told from other people. You know, USDA tournaments can, can sometimes be pretty expensive to play in. Um, we, we have one for kids the other day. Um, and you know, they're, they're sometimes 60, 70 bucks. 
much like the CKTS, um, Evan's uh, fees are lower. And so it's, it's a really good opportunity um, to play a lot of tennis at a reasonable cost. Very good. The, the next thing uh, that I'll be doing, I guess, is and you'll be doing, is Southern Tennis Weekend in Atlanta, Georgia, on January 19th and 20th. That's the, uh, the, the southern version of Kentucky Tennis Weekend, um, where there are committee meetings and Hall of Fame and an awards luncheon and just all that stuff. But it's in Atlanta for the nine states that are in the um, the Southern District. Yeah, it's going to be oh, wait, a, Southern section section yeah. Southern Southern section. I'm sorry. It's going to be exciting. Um, I, we've announced here that we have um, been awarded the Media Excellence Award. There might be more uh, words in that, um, but uh, there might be a name associated with it. I apologize for not knowing it off the top of my head, but. Uh, You've been there before. Um, this will be my first time at the Southern meeting, and uh, so I'm excited about it. It'll be in Atlanta, and I think we're looking forward to a, a great weekend. It's a whirlwind. We'll be in and out of there in, in less than 24 hours since we're, we, we're not on any committees that we need to, uh, to meet, you know. So, but yeah, looking forward to that, and it'll be here before we know it, five weeks away, I want to say. Uh, six weeks away is Kentucky Tennis Weekend, and that's in Louisville, Kentucky, on January 27th and 28th. Kentucky Tennis Weekend consists of committee meetings, Hall of Fame induction dinner, um, the community development workshop on Saturday morning. But I think that we can all agree that the highlight of the weekend is going to be the awards luncheon. Am I right? Absolutely. And not just because we're winning an award. Mm -hmm. There's much more to make it so exciting. USTA Kentucky was crazy enough to <laughs> ask us, Chad Young and Chris Godby, to MC the awards luncheon. And so right away you wonder, well, who backed out? <laughs> who else did they call? And they told them no uh, before they got to us. But we were thrilled to, to say yes immediately. And we're going to do that. Uh, I, have, I haven't done anything like that before. You probably have, being from a background in radio, maybe. Yeah, I've done some emceeing um, of, of different things. Uh, but this will be this will be I don't know, I don't know that I've ever done an awards uh, program, um, but clearly I'm not um, I don't get nervous when I have to get up and talk in front of people. Uh, now it's it's either going to be great, <laughs> or we are going to completely crash and burn. <laughs> well, the biggest thing is I mean, people are there to see their friends yeah. um, get recognized. So yeah. if we just keep the spotlight on the people who are winning the awards, I think I think we'll be we'll be fine. Okay, so I don't need to write too many jokes. No, that's how we could actually mess this up if we oh. have too jokey. Oh. Now Lockwood okay. McLean did it last year and mm -hmm. he, he's you know he's another a radio guy and you know so he's he's got a little he did a good job of mixing in a little humor, try to keep things lighthearted and you know, he did a good job. So we've got some big shoes to fill. 
Yeah, Lachlan McLean, who is a talk radio host in Louisville, I think he's the tr traditional host of this awards luncheon, and he had a scheduling conflict. He's so we're too, so that helps. Okay, and, cool. You know, yeah, that'll, that'll help in our regard as well. So they they asked us to step in, and we're gonna we're gonna do that, and it's gonna be great or crash and burn, one or the other. We'll see. So, um, but as far as Kentucky Tennis Weekend goes, uh, watch your email uh, for. Um, you community tennis leaders, watch your uh, email for registration information, which you should be getting uh, any time now if you, if you haven't gotten that already. And we'll see you at Kentucky Tennis Weekend on January 27th and 28th. Yeah, even if, you're, if you're not involved in, in the USDA, and you're not going to attend the board meeting or the committee meetings or anything like that. Hall of Fame dinner is wonderful. And then the awards program, um, you know, on Saturday. Um, so just if you're uh, involved in tennis in the state, I think it's a great weekend. I, I went last year for the whole weekend and I loved it. And um, if you're not attending the the community development workshop, what do you do on Saturday morning before the awards luncheon? <laughs> well, maybe we have something in mind for you. Uh, Chad and I are planning on setting up a table uh, somewhere in the lobby or common area uh, where this uh, event is taking place. And uh, we're going to do some podcast recordings right there on site uh, with with some of uh, some of the attendees, uh, people that that we can flag down and force into the chair uh, that will sit down in front of a mic and talk to us for a minute. We've never done anything like this before to be our first remote. Right. Yeah. Okay, if you want to call it a remote, um, and uh, we're gonna wing it and see how it goes, but uh, ho hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, hopefully, maybe there'll be some Hall of Fame inductees, maybe moving around on Saturday. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, grab some of those folks, and maybe some of the other you know winners uh, will be floating around. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's yeah. gonna be a busy day, though. Uh, yeah, for us, absolutely. And we'll we'll either have like a big fancy backdrop and a table and special branded tablecloth, or it'll just be us and a card table or something. We don't know yet. <laughs> Hopefully, the former <laughs> and not the not the latter. All right, so uh, hope to see you there uh, at Kentucky Tennis Weekend. It's usually a, a good place to. Uh, run into and catch up with some people uh, in tennis in Kentucky that you haven't seen in a long time. So that's always fun. Well, if you're having some kind of tennis event that you want us to mention on the show, maybe you don't want us to mention anything on the show. You could email us and say, we're having this, but please don't talk about it because this show is terrible. <laughs> no. Uh, but no, if you want us to announce any kind of tennis event that you're having in 2024, you can email us at info at gamesetmatchky.com. That's for anything as far as leagues, clinics, tournaments, special events, camps, anything tennis related that's going on that you would like for us to uh, announce or discuss on the show. And Chad, uh, before we wrap up completely, uh, speaking of wrapping, let's talk about a Christmas gift idea that you wanted to mention. Yeah, um, it's kind of an early Christmas present uh, to myself. Um, if you're on Facebook, um, I, I'm sure you've seen it, um, especially if you're a tennis player. You know, the whole algorithm knows you like tennis, and so they send tennis things your way. 
Um, and so I, I've got, I recently got this um, uh, Swing Vision, uh, which is an app, um, and it's a um, it's an AI generated um, ball tracking system that uses your iPhone. Um, they also have a, a, a swing stick that it makes it easy to mount um, indoor or outdoor. Um, you can put it on top of the fence. You can put it on top of the curtain if you're indoor, or you can mount it in any kind of um, any any kind of um, fence that has the little diamond shape. And um, so it's pretty cool. I've done it a couple times. Um, I, I sent Chris a video. I put together a little bit of a highlight reel. It's only the good shots I hit in a match uh, a week ago. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty cool. You know, it really is. It's pretty easy to set up. Um, and it gives you some pretty quick feedback um, on, you know, your, your position on the court when you hit shots, uh, where your balls are landing. I'm not 100% um, – an agreement with some of the uh, miles per hour and the speeds on it, but it does a pretty good job. Of all that will improve. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're they're know, working on being it. AI generated that, that all that will improve. Yeah. You know, but it's $150 a year, um, which is, seems like a lot, but you know, if, if you plan to use it like I do for not only your own recreational play, but I plan to use it for our tennis team just to you know give kids feedback. If you've never used video, to um to to kind of fine-tune your game I, i'd highly recommend it mm -hmm. uh, you know for years i've used just an iphone mm -hmm. taking picture of kids hitting ground strokes or, or serves and you can you can teach so much and you give they're able to see what they're doing right or doing wrong or what needs to be improved and so you know i saw this on facebook it kept coming up and so i, I looked into it and it's popped up on my feed too. Yeah, do a thirty-day money-back guarantee. Mm -hmm. um, so you know you you're not committed to it. You can try it out and see if you like it. But uh, if you have a tennis player um, who you're looking for a, a Christmas gift, I would recommend it because I mm -hmm. think it's it's pretty neat. And I really the reason I wanted to do it is I think this is I think this is going to be a, a kind of a revolutionary thing in in tennis. And I kind of wanted to be on the front end of it, because I think this kind of uh, technology is really, it basically it's stuff that's already been available at the professional level. Mm -hmm. Now it's available at the recreational level and at a pretty decent price point as well. So um, I'm, I'm not even going to give you my referral code. I'm just going to tell you that I think it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. Well, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about this more, uh, uh, and they're not even a sponsor. And here we are promoting their product. Hey, maybe they'll become one, you know, be great. So yeah, swing vision. So check that out and a, a gift idea for the, the tennis player in your life. Um, other than that, I think that's going to, but just about serve out another episode of game set match, Kentucky. We're always grateful for another year of uh, people uh, listening to the show and, and watching, uh, the, the videos, a version of the show that we've done now for a few years. If you're uh, an audio-only person, you can subscribe at any time with any major podcast app on your mobile device. Uh, in that podcast app, we would love it if you would give us a five-star rating and maybe even write a short review for us. You can visit our website at gamesetmatchky.com. If you want to go all the way back and listen to old episodes from uh, when I started the program in 2018, 
we have a Facebook page that's facebook.com slash gamesetmatchky, which you may be watching uh, from that page right now if, if you uh, are watching by video. Uh, you can also, on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash tour and you can keep up with CKTS and our upcoming tournaments. Uh, on Twitter, we are at gamesetmatchky.com. Chad is on Twitter, at Chad Young Tennis, and I'm on Twitter, at Chris Godby, or at gamesetmatchky. We'd like to thanks, uh, say thanks again uh, to our sponsors for another great year of supporting this podcast. That's Vision Cabinet Source and Family Medical Centers. We're also accepting upcoming sponsorships for the, uh, for the year upcoming. Uh, reach out to info at gamesetmatchky.com to inquire about that swing vision. And um, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back for another episode. Uh, I think that we should do one after Kentucky Tennis Weekend. What do you think? Well, we're doing one Kentucky Tennis Weekend. We'll do it. We'll record it then. Oh, okay. And probably be audio only. And I don't know. I think about that, but on, off the top of my head, I'm thinking audio only, and um, that that'll come out, you know, in early February, you know, after after we we get back from Kentucky Tennis Weekend. Got it. So it'd be. Uh, I don't think there's ever ever been a January broadcast. I don't think there's ever been a February broadcast. So that'll be the first time for yeah. that. So something to look forward to. Right as you get really geared up into high school practice, right? Uh, and that, that's the truth. I mean, it's time. It's, it's, Kentucky tennis weekend is over. I mean, yep. the season's about to start. So we'll be back uh, sometime soon and we'll have some more exciting news to share. I'm sure. I hope that everybody has an outstanding Christmas and, uh, and an awesome 2024. I'm definitely look, looking forward to, I hope, a healthier 2024 for myself and for you, Chad, too, for your elbow injury. Uh, I hope you don't have to deal with that so much this coming year. Oh, let's hope. Okay. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everyone. And, and hopefully uh, we'll see you on the courts uh, sometime in 2024. And happy birthday to uh, today, actually, as we record. Happy birthday to my tennis buddy, Chris Duke in louisville uh chris's band uh a villain district uh that's our our theme song at the beginning and the end of the show it's from his band happy birthday chris i think he's uh, i think he probably got promoted to four five he's so he's so incredible out there on the court no i think he's a four oh but um chris i hope to see you soon man happy birthday uh and until next time i'm chris godby with chad young and this has been game set match kentucky merry christmas